It's the 3rd of November, 2021. The world is still a horrible and beautiful place to exist, but there's always a reason to say thanks. Okay, so I don't have my notes right with me. Uh, today's a little bit of an odd episode. I'm recording it in... Uh, <laughs> As you can hear, I'm recording it in a train station. Uh, Poitiers train station. Um, it's a beautiful medieval town. Uh, Southwest France. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the debut novel of writer John Darnell. It's called Wolf in White Van. Now you might know John Darnell uh, from his musical career as the Mountain Goats. Um, we're going to play a really quick song. I don't want to harp too long on the Mountain Goats because there will be many many mountain goats episodes coming up um but uh for now we're gonna have a quick listen to no children which is current i picked this song because it's currently a dance trend on tiktok a very unlikely dance trend because the song is about a particularly nasty divorce so let's have a quick listen to no children I hope that our few remaining friends give up on trying to save us. I hope we come up with a fail-safe plot to piss off the dumb few that forgave us. I hope the fences we mended fall down beneath their own weight. And I hope we hang on past the last exit. I hope it's already too late. And I hope the junkyard a few blocks from here someday burns down. And I hope the rising blacks carries me far away and I never come back to this town again in my life I hope I lie and tell everyone you were a good wife and I hope you die I hope we both die so Wolf and White Van is John Darnell's debut novel and it concerns a man named Sean Phillips who's a game designer who is severely disfigured. The reason for his disfig- disfiguration becomes evident throughout throughout the novel, but I won't spoil anything here. Because he's so disfigured, he's basically withdrawn himself from society and has built himself a viable income stream by uh, basically playing a role, being a dungeon master for a role-playing game online. And the world he's created is called Trace Italian. Um, like Darnell's music, the, the book is, is raw, is uncomfortably raw at times. Um, but it's, like his music, it's also very, very beautiful. So, uh, as you know, I'm fond of story time here. Um, I don't have 
a particularly compelling story myself, but I thought maybe I'd just read the opening of Wolf and White Van for you guys. And if you liked it, maybe you'd buy it or check it out on Audible, uh, where it's read by Darnell himself. My father used to carry me down the hall to my, to my room after I came home from the hospital. By then I could walk if I had to, but the risk of falling was too great. So he carried me like a child. It's a cluster memory now. It consists of every time it happened and is recalled in a continuous loop. He did it every day for a long time, from my first day back until what seemed like a hundred years later. And after a while, the scene blurred into innumerable, interchangeable, identical scenes layered one on top of the other like transparencies. On the wall to the right, as you head towards my room, there's a small bookcase with a painting above it. A western scene. Hills and trees, a lake. A blue and green vista near sundown. A silent place. But if you look harder... Or if you happen to turn your head at the right moment as you pass, you see figures, human figures, on what might otherwise take on what you might otherwise take for an empty ridge. It's like an optical illusion, this hunting party on the near hill, their curving hats dark in the orange dusk. They come out of hiding if you look at the empty scenery long enough. They were always there on my journey, popping up in the same place each time I I drift by in half sleep. They never lost their power to surprise just by being there. A little smoke rising from somewhere within their tree-strong party, their brush-stroke rifles resting lightly on their shoulders. Next to the bookcase, receding into the wall, there's a chest-high shelf for a rotary phone. To the left, just past the painting on the other side of the hall, is the bathroom. The sort of open door that if the camera found as they passed through the house in a horror movie would trigger a blast of synthesizers. In my many days home after the hospital, I spent long hours in there, lifetimes, in the tub, at the sink, just getting in and out. It would be a long time before I could comfortably stand underneath a shower head, and my parents didn't trust me to sit in the bathtub by myself. So the bathroom became a communal space of forced intimacy. Reconstructed skin is very, is very sensitive to temperature and moisture. The pain sneaks up on you. Every other day they'd bathe me and every time I'd feel like it wasn't so bad for a few minutes. And then the heat would slacken the, the re-sewn flaps of my cheeks a little. And the tingling would start up. A rippling alarm travelling down confused wires. I was too generally exhausted to be able to experience fear or panic for longer than a moment. I tried to bear the feeling evenly, but its grip was hard and sure, and it held me. My parents' eyes on me trying trying to head off the pain at the pass to start hoisting me out before I had to go ask. Several kinds of pain for several people. The portal still glows with menace in my memory. Okay, we're going to take that as a uh, chance to stop. Just as a bit of uh, train noise in the background. So that's Wolf in White Van, John Darnell. Check it out. Uh, as I said, it's available on Audible. John Darnell has a new book uh, coming out next year called Devil House. 
which I can't wait to read. Um, as is tradition around here, uh, I'm going to reach into the brimming uh, shoe box, but this time it's a matchbox uh, because I'm traveling, and pick out the first thing. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about... Oh, wow. I'll be in Paris, and we'll be talking about Jean-Luc Godard. So, how good is that going to be? That's going to be a great one. So, all that's left to do is say thanks to John Darnell. Thanks to... God, who else do I have to thank? I have to thank Bobby Jukebox, Sir Bobby Jukebox. I forgot to thank him yesterday. I'm very sorry, Bobby. People love hearing your music. Um... And last of all, of course, to thank you for listening. Have a great day, guys.